0: Hello, and welcome to The Fast and the Fictitious. This podcast series is produced and recorded by high school juniors and seniors producing a college literature credit from Sowella Technical Community College in Lake Charles, Louisiana during the fall 2023 semester. The course itself is live streamed five days a week to seven different area high schools as one of Calcasieu Parish School Board's Virtual Instruction Program Dual Enrollment Courses. The idea behind this podcast is for students to have a discussion about big ideas or big issues. Each episode has an anchor text, a short story from a variety of authors ranging from Ernest Hemingway to Kate Chopin to David Foster Wallace and everyone in between. Using the short story as a guide, each pair of students touch on a variety of topics. Sometimes they do a little critical analysis of the assigned text. Often they talk about larger social or personal issues. In each case, the discussion is open and honest. The hope is that these students will have thought deeply about the issues and topics and that the current and future listeners, whether students or not, will gain some insight into the anchor text, as well as do a little self-examination of their own lives, thoughts and feelings. In this episode, JC and Audrey talk about Raymond Carver's Cathedral. In addition to the story, they discuss topics such as why we judge books by their cover. Are we naturally attracted to empathetic people? How often we are unaware of how we treat people, where empathy comes from, how we appreciate things more when they are taken away, how we can learn to be more grateful, whether or not people are put into our lives to show us what we need, the importance of sticking out from the average, the importance of verbal communication in relationships, how we look for things we don't like in other people to give ourselves power over them, and more. We hope you enjoy.
1: Okay, so the short story, Cathedral, um, is about, there's three characters. There is a narrator, there is his wife, and then there's Robert, right? Robert's blind. In your opinion, what is Robert's, like, personality? Like, can you describe Robert in maybe, like, three words or such?
2: I feel like he's one of those, okay, this, one of those, like, blind people who make fun, of that he is like, not make fun, but like joke around, you know, and like, just like, is so open with the fact of it, because like, it's not something that you can disregard, you know, but I feel like he's one of those like goofball people in that, like, he just doesn't care about what other people think, and he just lives life how he wants to do it.
1: I agree. Um, One of the things that caught my eye the most about Robert is like his empathy towards anyone um, it's not that he is a goofball and things like that, but he cares a lot, and I think that people in this generation don't, like, really care anymore. Now, I do, I do think the narrator is a little, like, biased to that. Um,
2: how do you think, like, the narrator responds to Robert? Um, I, at first, I don't think he likes him, because, you know, it's this, some, some dude that his wife was friends with back then, and, it's just, it's a guy and a girl, you know, and so, like, I don't think any guy is going to be, like, oh, I want my wife to have this best guy friend, you know, so I think he's kind of, like, what is this suit doing in my house? Why is he coming over?
1: Yeah, so I think that's a big factor of, like, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, we've been taught that since we were two tiny little babies, you know, Uh, so I think that it's an important, like, role that the author included into this short story, especially since it's short, um, that she could explain the fact that don't read a book by its cover and could tell that just because he was blind and just because he was nice doesn't mean that he was trying to steal his woman or things like that. Um, so I do think that the wife does seem closer to Robert, but I think it's simply because of his empathy. I think it's expressed that way because of how Robert treats the wife versus how the narrator treats the wife. Um, so, I mean, things like
2: that. Yeah. I feel like part of it is, like, how you were saying how they treat each other is, like, the husband doesn't feel like he's much of a caring type person. Like, he cares, but, like, he's not super sweet, you know, and I feel like Robert is like that and so when the wife sees that she's like okay well this dude is like super sweet and my husband's not really so this one's kind of fun to hang out with and we're just cool friends you know so I feel like that's part of why she's closer with him so I think that should play a
1: part in a lot of people's roles and I think that's kind of what the author was trying to get across um a lot of people don't realize that hey I'm being mean or hey, this is why this situation is happening because I'm not totally nice about it or things like that. And I think that the way that the narrator came across, it it spoke that and it was like, he was kind of jealous. And I think that he was jealous just simply because Robert was this nice guy just treating his wife like he should be treating her. Also, like, I think that Robert his empathy comes strictly from his blindness. Not that I'm saying that that's what it comes from, but I think that's a key role just because being blind, kind of you have to see the other like perspective of it. And I think that he's so blind that he's grateful for anything, whether it be, mm-hmm. oh, like something didn't work out. Well, he's grateful that something else happened instead. And I think that that's something we should, look at in our lives and describe in our lives because I think it's very important that we as people are able to see like the other sides of things and be grateful for the little things because we never know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah I feel like that goes along with like anyone with any type of disability like they just normally like now not all of them but I I feel like maybe almost like a stereotype is like anyone with a disability is like they're pretty happy or like they see the good things in in like just everything in life because like they have had something taken away from them and you know so I feel like since a lot of people that don't have disabilities like we kind of take things for granted and we don't try to see what's different about every situation and what's beautiful about situations you know so I feel like that goes along with people with disabilities, like they just, he's blind. So he naturally is trying to make something of his life to like, see beautiful and everything, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, A personal aspect from like this this whole situation thing um, is I am going to school, like to be a nurse and everything. So right now I'm taking a CNA class. So we're like, currently in the nursing home and you see it every day all these old women old men like they're blind they're deaf they can't walk they can't use the bathroom on their own they can't bathe themselves things like that and they're just so grateful for you you walk in the door and like their smile lights up the room just simply because they're thankful for you and I think that a lot of people don't understand to be thankful and are like greedy and like things like that and take things for granted. So I think that it's a huge thing and I see it every day now. Um, It's a sad world in the nursing home. It really is. I hate to see anything bad happen to any of those people. And I know that they're there to die and it's a sad world. So it's like I go in there and I try to treat them people like they're angels, like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, like I praise them. I help them. I do this and that. And it's totally like put a different perspective on me. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think that that's something important for the next generations to come. Um, because you see a lot of greediness and unthankful for the things that they get. I mean, i seen a TikTok the other day that was like, yeah, like I got a new car, but this isn't the car I wanted. So I'm going to throw a fit about it and things like that. So I think it's a huge thing that a lot of people don't talk about because they're guilty of it, which I can say I'm guilty of it too. Like I've been Ungrateful for things too, and I think that if we see the other side of it, it puts a whole different perspective in our eyes.
2: Yeah, I've um, there, I've been trying to, like I've been realizing that um because I started the Lord had just like put a lot of people with Down syndrome or like with some type of autism or something in my life like I'll babysit them or I have a lot of people at church or this one particular guy. And they're just so sweet and like I just feel like the Lord had put those people has put those people in my life so that I can see like they're just so joyous. Like this one guy at my church, he um he goes to the like farmers market he runs one of the booths and he makes these little bees and like out of wood and he paints them and it are like little gnomes and it's like it's called Be Happy Spectrum Art. And it's, like, the cutest thing ever. He's, like, 40-something, but he just makes these little bees, and it's so cute. And, like, everyone knows him by the bee guy. And so, like, just him seeing, like, when he sees you, his face is, like, super lit up. And he, like, ask you about your week, like, since the last time he saw you. And, like, I just think it's so beautiful of how, like, a lot of times, I know for sure I don't, I'm not going up to everyone I see and I'm like, how is your family and how is your dog at home? Like, you know, so I just think it's the Lord puts people in your life to show you the things that you don't do, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it's just like the little things that they notice and I think it's very important because I mean, the little things are what stick out the most And this is kind of derailing, but um, like and when I was trying to get recruited for softball, like all of the coaches were like, if you don't stick out, we're not even looking at you like, you know, so that you had to have like one little thing that stuck out. I mean, it could have been your profile. sheet was a different color. No, like, you know, and it's like the little things because a profile sheet is just a picture of yourself and it's like all of your information and like whatever everybody gives it to them. Well, he was like, yeah, like one time this girl gave me a laminated one and it stuck out to me. So this is where I went with it. I really watched her after that, you know. So yeah. I think it's the little things. And like, that's something that a lot of people don't realize is they're a bunch of averages. Um, we are a bunch of average people that just live in an average world. And I think that like if people like start to stick out and like are noticed by other people because of the things like, greeting them and telling them how their day is and asking them about their family and things like that. I think that you'd have a lot more happiness in the world, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and you would have more memorability of like those kind of people.
2: Um, I was going to say like, if we just like, okay, so like cutting back into the story where how at the beginning we talked about how the husband isn't super like, called caring sorry okay let me go so going back into the story when we were talking earlier about the husband not being as caring as Robert the I feel like whenever they had that big meal and stuff the husband kind of in the back of his head might be thinking like the same thing is like what is this dude doing like why is he here and just like kind of um in his mind picking him trying to find something that he doesn't like about him you know because like you know I feel like that's part of like human nature is like finding something about someone that's a little bit different so that they're not this all-powerful all-powerful person like over you sort of thing um and so I feel like he was trying to figure that out and he just like couldn't you know and so they have this meal and then they're they're sitting on the couch and um at the end when he like starts to turn and then they're watching that the cathedral show um and he starts helping him out like he wants he wants to see the the cathedral but he can't and so like the husband is like okay well I'll do what you say like he has to draw for him or whatever and I just feel like that is just a big turning point of like he sees that there's nothing bad about him and that He's like, okay, I think I'm going to try and be nice, and, like, this dude is actually pretty cool, you know? And so just that turning point of, like, okay, I'm going to help him out, and I'll be a little more into this and just caring.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that that goes along with the whole don't read a book bad's cover thing, because it's, like, he opened the book and kind of seen what was going on on the inside and realized, like, hey, like, this isn't too bad, like, you know, um... But you see that a lot in the world where they think that their power is more is better than like the personalities of people. And I think that a lot of people are quick to say, yeah, I'm higher up than you. I'm going to be your boss and I'm literally going to do this. And I think that that's going back to the nursing home thing. Like it's all connecting ways because at the nursing home, like even if I go up and be a nurse or if I go up and be a doctor, things like that. Um, I'll have that sort of empathy for the CNAs that, hey, they wipe butts every day. Like you know, like right. they they don't have life easy. And to treat them like they're human rather than treating them like they're your worker, um, which you see a lot, um, especially the younger ones. Uh, there's an 18-year-old that works there now, and she was like, yeah, they just treat me like a child, like you know. And I think that she's really good too, and She's fast, she works good, but they don't see that side of things. And they just are like, oh, you're a baby, like, you don't know what you're doing. Um, And treat her that way. And I think that that kind of goes back to the story of how Robert, the narrator treats Robert and is like, yeah, like, I don't know you, you're blonde, like, you're nothing to me. But in reality, like, he's so much more, he's so empathetic. And I think what really gets the narrator to see that is the connection with Robert and his wife, he's like, what's going on? Like, something here is, like, fishy, like, you know, things like that, and I think that digging into it helped him to realize, like, okay, Robert's something special, like, you know, things like that.
2: Yeah. Um. So, okay, I have a question about your nursing home experience. Okay, so I actually am also going to college to be a nurse, um, and I was just going to ask you about, like, do you have, like, um, a, like, specific person at the nursing home that is, like, you know, your, your old best friend that, like, y'all talk about crazy stories and stuff?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna give you, like, two examples because, like, there's so many people in there, like, you don't remember all of their names, but you can, like, remember them from, like, certain things. So, like, for example, there's Trudith. She's very, very, like, she's not as old, as old as... yes yes, Trudith, right, she's older, but, like, she's not, like, super old, she's, like, 80-something, and she just loves to talk, loves to talk, and she'll sit there and talk to you about literally anything. She, one of the girls that work with us, she's, like, yeah, like, my name's Jolie, I had a dog named Jolie, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, um, we have a boy that works with us, and, um, actually, all the old women love him, like, we'll flirt with him, like, it's nobody's business, and she was, like, she was, like, I really can't see, like, right before that, she had been calling us beautiful, like, oh, my gosh, y'all are gorgeous, beautiful, she's, like, I can't see from my last stroke, like, is that your hair, or is that your hat, and I was, like, you just told us we were all beautiful, but you can't see me, like, what are you talking about, you know, and um, he was, like, it's my hair, and she was, like, can I please feel it, and he bent down and let the old lady feel it, so, Anytime we go in that room, she wants a hug. Like, she had pneumonia last week, and she was like, can I just please, please, please have a hug? And I'm like, I don't want to be sick. Like, you know, whatever. But, you know, once you get that, like, connection with them, it's kind of hard not to give them a hug because it's like, okay, like, how many hugs have you gotten in the past week? Probably none. So it's that kind of thing. And then there's, like, old women. There's an old lady that's 102, and the reason I remember her so much is because she was the first patient I had ever like encountered or whatever. And we were checking her vitals. Well, she's 102 and can do literally everything. She is invincible. She just can't really hear that well because she had a stroke, so like her hearing is off. And she was just like, so thankful for us to be there. And like, she couldn't hear us. So we were writing on a whiteboard, telling her like what we were doing, where we were from, who we were, like things like that. And she was just so thankful that we were there. And she talks really loud. Like she like yells simply because she can't hear. Right.
2: And um,
1: so it's just so sweet. And I think that that's very impactful. That's how they stood out to me. Um, there's one other lady, we were changing her diaper the other day and she was like, she like slapped our hand. She was like, no, I don't want you to do that. So like, that's something I'm gonna remember about her. Like, hey, don't mess with her too much. Like she's on edge. Or there's a lady that she, in order to change her, you have to do it in the bed, whatever, and, um, so she hates to be rolled on her side, and, like, she'll scream at you, like, I don't want this, I don't want this, and we're, like, well, we have to change you, like, this is our job, like, you gotta let us do our job, like, things like that, and you have, like, the mean ones, and you have, like, the super sweet ones, and they're just so thankful. You'll see them in the hallway, and you're, like, can I roll you somewhere, like, where are you headed, like, whatever, and, um, so, like, rolling them, and they'll be, like, so thankful that you put them in the dining room like you know so yeah yep, yeah, it's cool. very interesting yeah but they're so thankful and since we've derailed so much I think that that goes back to the story as well is that they're grateful and they're thankful and I think that Robert plays a good role at that and is like yeah I'm so thankful that I'm here you know and I can be a part of things like this, and instead of being sad that I'm blind, you know? Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Um, what do you think is, like, important in, like, Robert and the wife's relationship versus, like, the narrator and the wife's relationship?
2: Um, so with the, with the husband and wife, you know, that's obviously a very important role, um, because you're, most likely going to be with them the rest of your life. And so I think that um, they just, no matter if they how much they get mad at each other or whatever, they just have to come back to the fact of like, hey, we love each other and like, we're in this for the run. And so you better suck it up kind of. And like, I'm oh, sorry for what I said, but you know, it's probably going to happen again, but I love you and we're going to keep going. And I think that with Robert and um, the wife, they are just, like, he's just that goofy best friend that, like, everyone wants, you know, and, um, because, like, it'll, life would just be so boring if, like, you don't, if it's just you, you know, or you don't have that, like, for me, personally, I love funny, and I love goofy everything, and so, like, I feel like it would be so boring if you don't have someone like that in your life, um, but, yeah, I feel like, um, the husband is just, like, the wife's stable, like, is just, like, there for her, her, um, her life, you know, and then Robert is just, like, a fun time in a not bad way, um, just, like, a fun time is, like, her best friend that's just goofy, yeah.
1: Um, I think, to touch on that a little bit, I think that what the narrator Mm -hmm. likes the most is communication, um, and Robert portrays that well because that's the only way he can actually like communicate with people and like, you know, he can't like bat his eyes at her, you know, and like make that kind of emotion. So I think talking is a big thing and I think that's huge in relationships. Um, And I think that Robert portrays that very well. And so um, I think in the end, she enjoys Robert more just because he's able to sit down and have a conversation and love her for that and I think that it's just I don't know it's just one of those things that you kind of have to have um so
2: yeah and I feel like also when like the wife was asleep for the most part when they were doing the whole cathedral drawing part but like when she woke up I can't remember if they woke her up or if she woke up but um like and she was like, what are y'all doing? Like, I feel like she sees, in a way, Robert kind of helped their relationship, I feel like, because she sees how, she's like, oh, okay, he's being sweet, and like, maybe these people, like, they're gonna get along, and maybe they're gonna be good friends, and so I feel like, just because of the way Robert is, and how he, quote-unquote, sees life, <laughs> um, that he just helped the narrator see life in a different way um which is so funny to or not funny but like so um almost cliche to say for a blind person that the other person the blind person helped him see you know um but yeah. I just think it's so I think the uh, author did that on purpose of like this dude can't see but I'm gonna help I'm gonna make sure that he helps somebody else see you know and so yeah. I think that he really did help the wife and the narrator's um marriage by doing that
1: yeah I totally agree I think that's a huge thing and I think that I think that we should like take advantage of that and like as like readers and see that Robert is helping the relationship and I think that we should take that and let the story help like our relationships or things like that um just because it explains like how life really works. And sometimes we fall off. And I think that Robert was able to set the narrator back on his train tracks, I guess, to, um, a happy, healthy marriage. Um, so I think that it's a big thing. And I think that Robert helping him see like overall would make the marriage better, but also would make the relationship with like others better as well, because him being able to connect with Robert on a certain level would, he wouldn't be as like reading the book by its cover when he sees a deaf person or he sees a blind person or things like that, or disabled people in general. Like, you know, so I think that it's a huge thing in relationships, not just with his wife, but like also yeah. everyone else, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we've touched on a lot of things. Um, yeah. So overall, I think the biggest things were like communication, going from back to forth, Um, not reading a book by its cover, like, you know, being grateful rather than like greedy and um, unthankful for things that are so important in life. Um, So I think those are a bunch of good good topics, I think, um, that the story like actually pulls out and you can actually see it as a reader and kind of step into that situation in the shoes so
2: yeah for sure
1: do you have anything else
2: Mm-mm, no i think we covered a good thing of the story
1: yeah i'm like out of breath